0: Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app. And on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash.
1: From Bloomberg World headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all lower. And we are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit sectorspdrs.com or call one 866 sector E-T-F. Now, let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. And here he is,
2: Ed Lalan. Good afternoon, Charlie. Main U.S. averages are lower today with the Dow down 65 points, S&P fall 7, and NASDAQ declines 19. Small cap 600 loses 1, and the U.S. tenure yield at 1.57%. 9 of 10 S&P sectors are lower, led by losses in utilities, consumer discretionary, and consumer staples. Financials is the only sector with gains. Dow Transports rise 38, NASDAQ Biotech's lose 8, Utilities fall 6, and the VIX rises 3%. Leaders to the downside in the Dow include Boeing, Nike, and Apple, while Dow leaders to the upside include Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan. Canada's Potash and Agrium confirm they are in merger talks. Shares trade up 11 and 7% respectively. Other industry players, Mosaic and CF Industries, both gain on merger excitement. United Continental hires a new president away from American Airlines. United shares up 8%. Hershey declines 11% after Mondelez abandoned merger talks. And Abercrombie & Fitch loses 20% after reporting a larger second quarter loss and missing comp sales estimates. Live from the First Word Breaking News Desk, Ahmed Lalonde.
1: Charlie. All right, hey, thank you very much, Ed, and to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type squawk, S Q U A W K on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's the Bloomberg Business Flash. This is
0: Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. A very big story as Apple was ordered to pay a record thirteen billion euros. That's fourteen and a half billion dollars. Plus interest after the, Euro Commission, Euro, Euro, excuse me, the European Commission, the EU, said Ireland illegally slashed the iPhone maker's tax bill in a crackdown on fiscal loopholes. That also risks inflaming tensions with the U.S. Treasury and is actually causing a little bit of consternation among Irish voters, according to our Dublin Bureau chief yesterday, Dara Doyle, who said they're kind of wondering why the Irish government says they don't want to take the results of this fine. So let's bring in Matt Larson. He's litigation analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence, which provides real-time research and context on industries and market and government factors that impact business, which you can access on your Bloomberg at bi go. B-I-G-O. So, Matt, uh, you were among the few who said that this this loophole on transparency, a tiny little loophole, could lead to a very big fine. What did you see then, and what do you see now?
1: Yeah, that's right. back um, back in January, we took a look at the investigation the EU had launched, specifically the European Commission, uh, kind of read through the document, looked at how they were assessing Apple's current tax arrangement um, in Ireland and kind of ran through the numbers, um, did an estimate based on internal uh, pricing. Uh, this whole investigation had to do with how transfer pricing arrangements are taxed. So when Apple sells uh, intermediate product to itself, um, what revenue is realized there? Uh, we came up with an estimate of about $8 billion, just kind of back of the envelope. Um, J.P. Morgan's Rod Hall put out an estimate that was uh, around $20 billion. Uh, And the final bill came out to be right in between the two. So um, basically what the EU was looking at is did Ireland give Apple an advantage in the way that they kind of tax this revenue at a much lower rate than their usual 12.5 percent corporate tax rate?
0: So uh, this is a a done deal now. It went back and forth for a while. You know, the uh, Apple ended up paying, you say, just almost no tax in Ireland. So. uh, how does it risk inflaming tensions with the U.S. Treasury? I mean, I guess just because it's now clear that Apple exploited this loophole, not just a little bit, but to a very large degree.
1: Yeah. And, you know, there's been a big debate um internationally and in the U.S. about how. Uh, how tech companies should be taxed. Uh, a lot of companies will transfer patent holdings or will do license agreements with international subsidiaries to kind of send revenue overseas into lower tax jurisdictions. Uh, part of that is their high corporate tax rates in the US and there are other places where it's more favorable. So um, this kind of triggers that discussion. Uh, Apple is known to have a large amount of cash overseas, you know, upwards of 200 billion. Um, and so a lot of countries are looking at that and saying wait a second shouldn't you know some portion of that have been taxed in in our country and even even today there are comments about other countries may actually be entitled to a slice of um, of some of what was awarded to Ireland so there's some rumblings about that but I think this could definitely drive tax policy discussions in the u.s about how what behaviors are being incentivized and how companies are being um you know, moved to to set up their international uh, tax structures.
0: Matt Larson, you are a litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. (laughs) I guess we can expect more litigation, maybe in the form of an appeal from Apple. Uh, I believe that a chief financial officer uh, has accused the EU of using a completely made up number uh, when it comes to Ireland. So there was no special deal from the Irish
1: yeah you know there's definitely going to be a lot of litigation to follow uh both apple and uh and ireland although you think you know this might be a windfall for ireland they will also be appealing the decision um and that process is going to take at least a couple years There are some similar um investigations that might uh might come ahead of this to preview what uh what the european courts are going to do with these types of decisions um and you know apple's apple is right in the in the sense that they negotiated their, their tax arrangement with Ireland. It was signed off on Apple paid every penny that was due under these, um, kind of pre-certified arrangements. Um, but you know, the question is, was the way this tax calculated, um, the way that it should be done from an economics perspective? Uh, is, are these transfer pricing arrangements taxed appropriately in Ireland? And so, i don't you know i don't i don 't think that uh, from a Bloomberg intelligence perspective, we see that dollar going down to zero, but you may see it come down a little bit further, and there're going to be some policy considerations as you referenced earlier the u s Treasury has been getting involved. They put out a white paper about a a week ago that signals um, they're going to be supporting Apple um, you know maybe with a little bit of self interest and in trying to get some dollars back to the u s but uh, the fight is far from over
0: well, then I know that you are far from uh Ending your appearances here on Taking Stock, Matt Larson, because this story, as you pointed out, is just beginning. And it is a very important one, not just for Apple and the EU and Ireland, but more broadly, as he said, for looking at taxes. What corporations pay? Are they paying the right amount? Are they exploiting loopholes, so very, especially in an election year? Very hot topic. Thanks to Matt Larson, litigation analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence. I'm Kathleen Hayes. Keep it right here. This is Bloomberg. We are going to be taking a look at the energy market. Oil, where is that price heading and what does it mean for some of the big ETFs investing in them? Stephen Shork of The Shork Report. He's coming up now.